The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Climatech of Professional Air. Informative, local, dependable. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Jake Walker. My guest this morning, Travis Thompson from Climatech of Professional Air. Check them out online, climatechproair.com or on Facebook. Or you can just give them a call anytime, 850-857-4700. You've heard the jingle, heating and cooling is what they know call 857-4700. Travis, how you doing this morning, bud? Good, sir. How about yourself? Oh, man, I'm doing great. Loving this weather. This morning is, uh, well, out. <laughs> actually, the last time I turned around, <laughs> the last time I turned around from my microphone, <laughs> it was actually sunny and beautiful. Now it looks like it's kind of gray and cloudy. What happened? It's, uh, I think they call it Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, that you just sense. never know. <laughs> wow, that was quick. I mean, I literally uh, like 15 minutes ago just looked back and I'm like, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah. And now it's, well, when yeah. the sun's out right now, it, it is really nice. And it's it's almost that that in between we got a little bit of right now that we sometimes don't get enough of. It feels like we're either freezing cold or burning up. But right now we've got the cool mornings and during the afternoons it feels really nice outside. So right. it is pretty nice. We do still have some humidity we're dealing with, but other than that, it's pretty nice. I know, uh, especially for me when I come home, I always look at my thermostat this time of year because I always have to adjust it. It's mm -hmm. not just a set it and forget it kind of thing because of these temperature shifts. Mm -hmm. So what kind of tips do you have for uh, maximizing our energy efficiency during these times where it's 60 degrees one minute and maybe 30 the next? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of the thermostats we have available now, most of them have an automatic setting where they'll you can set your heating and set your cooling and the thermostat will go back and forth between the two. Oh. Um, so keeping those two temperatures set apart from each other a little bit is is good um, because really you don't want to leave with your temperature set where you are in the morning when it's cool you might have just bumped the heat on a little bit and then by the time it's mid-afternoon your ac is home running and you're not even there anymore right. so a lot of times i think that happens and that's something that you could just do is is spread those apart a little bit more um and if you've got a time setting in there a schedule you can always set it to, to set them back even before you get home a lot of the newer thermostats we've been installing for quite a while now are, are wi-fi enabled so i can get on my cell phone and turn mine up or down whatever i want to before i get home um and it's usually it's not that i use it like oh i'm headed home what's my temperature in the house going to be that's not really a thought i have mm. but a lot of times sitting around middle of the day i think oh did i do so and so to the thermostat and i can right. set it and and look at it and do that kind of thing so i think that's a, a really good thing for anybody that has a mobile device which most of us do that can do that kind of thing it's mm -hmm. it's a real easy way to look and see and just change it on the go i see it uh, on commercials all the time smartphones and smart homes where mm -hmm. you know without even having to really think about it you've got you know doors locking and and uh, heat kicking on and lights on and off and yep. everything is is based on an app on your phone now yep. so 
Uh, I do not have that system in my um, apartment at the time. It's uh-huh. it's a manual. You know, if it's heat, I have to turn it on heat. If it's cool, I have to turn it on cool. Right. Um, but if I wanted to get a new system, I, I what what kind of financing options? I, I hear you have another financing option available do. for your customers. We do. We've we've got another system that we've got in place. Um, there's there's a lot of different people will finance. You know, different things, and and we've got availability from a couple of dif- different major lenders that will. Bar, let you borrow the money for very little interest. Uh, some of them even at no interest, just depends on what system you're purchasing. Um, and they've made that really seamless. Um, you know, it, it's really easy to do now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like a lot of paper applications and all that, that used to be, they've kind of done away with all the paper. You can go online. It's completely, you know, private for you. We don't have to take any of your information, which is better for us. It's all, yeah. all done kind of seamlessly. And then at the end, it's just a couple signatures and it's done. So it makes it very easy for us and the customer both to, to do financing. And, you know, when we see the, the, power bill change dramatically it takes a big hunk out of anything you might have financed and in some cases most of the financing charges can be done with an upgraded hvac system you know there's people out there four and five hundred dollar power bills and right i I see those kind of power bills get dropped dramatically when they do air conditioning upgrades to a higher efficiency system yeah and those lower power bills that means you've got more money in your pocket and that pays for the the small finance charge and you know, even more, you know. Yeah. And your, your finance charge, whatever you finance it for is a set rate. Whereas your utility cost is not, right. we don't know when that's going up, how mm-hmm. often it's going to go up. So the lower we can get, you know, the amount of KW we're using, the better off we're going to be. I get letters all the time from the power company wanting me to get on a, a budget billing system. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about that? Uh, yep. Is that, do you recommend that? What do you think about that? Because I've been kind of hesitant to do that. Well, they're they're just looking to balance out their income, really. I mean, that's mm. they're they're paying. They, they want to see a level income coming in, like any business would, I guess. You no, know, it, makes, it'd be yeah. if they know what's coming in every month, it's a whole lot easier for them to run the business mm. as opposed to the the peaks and valleys that they see. You know, if we have a real mild month and nobody's using their heat and air their income goes way down. And and so by levelized billing, they may not get quite as much in those peaks, but they don't have as big a valley. So Mm. I think that's just a business ploy for them. I don't see where it does anything for you because if you do average billing and at the end of the year, your average didn't work out, they're going to get their money back. Yeah, you're (laughs) going to get a big bill at the end. You're not going to just walk away from it. So it it really is just a benefit for them. As far as I can tell, I don't Mm. see any benefit for the homeowner. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I've I've been really hesitant to do that because... You know, I set my budget at home and uh, I try to watch it. And uh, that that bill fluctuates from the power bill. Usually, it's around a thirty to forty dollar shift. Yeah. I, I'll find it to be around eighty dollars in the sort of the in between times when it's right. not super hot or super cold. Right. But right now, when it's kind of cooler, I, it's up there at about one twenty five, one thirty. Yeah. I think this month. So, uh, if I could save any money on that, that would be great. Let them know if you have any questions, 437-1620, and we'll get it answered right here on the air. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Jake Walker, here with um, Climatech of Pro Air. Check them out online, climatechproair.com, or on Facebook, all the socials, or just give them a call, 850-857-857. Four seven zero zero. My guest this morning, Travis Thompson, um, talking about you know pricing and budgeting and everyday. Everybody's watching their pocketbooks and their and their wallets. Um, you had a price um, 
I guess, a price review that you do every year for 2024. And surprisingly enough, what what happened to some of those prices? We were able to actually lower some of our prices on some of our systems. We were. And I was very excited about that because that's just not stuff you're hearing right now. Never happens. It doesn't. And, And some of our systems did not go down. Uh, some of them crept up very little, uh, but uh, some of the systems that we have did come down a little bit. So mm. I was pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, and it's the systems that we would sell to someone who's very budget oriented with with needing a new system. Um, so, you know, if you're interested in a system and you've been thinking about it, we did just have a little decrease. I don't know how long that may last. Things typically don't. And I do know the refrigerant change that we have coming later this year will probably change that. But right. it may be a good window if you're interested in, you know, a price won't cost you a thing for us to come out and at least tell you what it'll be. Exactly. Um, and you were one thing I was going to sidebar on. You were talking about the, the FPL billing mm-hmm. one thing i do love is the app they have it's fpl oh, app yeah. mm-hmm. and i didn't really think i would but what they have is a usage meter so you can actually it gives you an estimated bill for the month every day it changes oh. so you can see where you're tracking and you can actually kind of manipulate your bill a little bit and and it shows you as your month of billing goes on where you're estimated to be and you can watch it come up or go down um, I just opened it up looking at mine right now. I'm like 180 bucks for the month. So mm. that's pretty good. I'll, everything I have at home is, is electrically driven. Even my water, I'm on a well. So uh-huh. mine's all electric. Wow. But, um, at the same time, it's a real neat way to be able to watch and tell if something's going on that you might've forgotten about. Um, I've got say a camper outside and mm. if I forget and leave an air conditioner running in that camper, that thing can really eat me up. So oh, yeah. little things like that, being able to watch your utility cost is, is pretty beneficial. Mm. It's surprising. You said you have a well system. I wouldn't think there'd be a lot of well systems here in this area. There's quite a few when you get North of town. Mm. I'm, I'm in the boonies a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cause <laughs> I, I grew up on a well system, uh, and we had, uh, iron water for the longest time. Yeah. It's horrible until we got the city water. Um, but, but that's another topic altogether. Let us know if you have any questions this morning, 437-1620, uh, Climatech Pro Air is my guest. Um, you know, we've talked, oh, somebody just texted in. Let me go back to that. Um, we're looking at, this is a a question from our text line, 437-1620. We're looking at adding a garage renovation. What is the best way to keep the temperature comfortable, especially in the summer? Uh, typically with a garage renovation, depending on how you're doing it, a mm-hmm. mini split can be a fantastic option. Now, mini splits are really, really popular right now, right? They are. And in a garage renovation, if you're keeping it as one room, it's it's a pretty economical way to do it, as well as a very energy efficient way to do it and a very comfortable way to do it. It just kind of fits that perfectly because you can actually have an independent temperature out there if you'd like. Um and it also allows you to do things that you wouldn't have to do. Say, if you wanted to tie it into your main HVAC system, sometimes you can without increasing the size of your HVAC system. Sometimes you can't. You'd have to have that looked at. But the other trick is if you leave that garage door in place, if it's still a garage door, you can exchange air from the house into that garage and back. Because if you pulled a car in there, you could kill someone. And that sounds crazy, but if you left a car in a yeah, yeah. so it's very bad and it's against code and you couldn't sell the house that way. So Mm. don't think you just throw an AC vent out there if the renovation's going to leave the garage door in place. Now, if you're getting rid of the garage door, a lot of things open up. We can look at tying in the duct systems, making it all run on one system. By the time you do the duct upgrades, 
you've taken a chunk out on the mini split. So if you're leaving one unit, you know, if you're leaving one big room, so it's a little bit of a balancing act with those two, but in a lot of cases, that mini split is a great, great spot for that. Mm. And a lot of people don't really think about the, the airflow and where you get air from to cool and heat. You know, I just, right. for a long time, I, I didn't even think about it. Um, but you said on the last show, just, uh, opening your doors, you mm-hmm. know, going in and out of your house and windows and whatnot, there's, there's going to be air, um, you know, not really leaking, but you know, it's going to be pulling air from those places and sort of, uh, cycling out that air like you do in your car, uh, when you, when you turn your vent on and off. Right. Um, what are some ways that you can improve, because we don't want a completely sealed house where no air can get in or out because that can cause problems too. But what are ways to uh, better ventilate our, our um, homes and apartments without, you know, welcoming in moisture issues or anything right. like that? One of the best ways I see to do it is, is with an ERV or a separate dehumidifier that has a outside air intake on it. Um, both of those devices are going to filter the air coming in first and temper the air. Now, the dehumidifier is going to do a little better job of taking humidity out versus the ERV. The ERV will take a little bit of moisture out. Um, but typically speaking, most houses don't need an abundant amount of outside air coming in, just a little bit. Um, so it's not something that we're going to overload the HVAC system with moisture as long as we're bringing it in through one of those devices. A lot of houses in the area actually have it brought in with no filtration and no no tempering. They just filter it with the rest of their air. And if the unit sized properly, it can handle that. So there are a few different methods to do it. And, you know, that's my two favorites would be the ERV or that that dehumidifier to help temper and filter that air before we bring it in. All right. If you have any questions, let us know before we run out of time. 437-1620. We're talking to Climatech of Pro Air. My guest is Travis Thompson. Give them a call, 857-4700, and check them out on Facebook, Climatech Pro Air, or climatechproair.com. Um, indoor air quality is always a, a huge um, uh, topic here on the show, uh, and I, I want to get to that real quick because I see these the light technology. The, mm-hmm. the, what do they call it, blue light or UV light? Correct. Uh, go into that a little bit because you guys offer that, correct? We do, um, yeah. and the UV lights are something that have been around for quite a while. Um, they, they do a great job of killing bacteria, mold, things like that in the air. Um, they do have to have several passes through the light in order to actually work and, and destroy something like that. Um, so they, they're not an instant thing. You know, you just, if you blow bacteria past a UV light really quickly, it it can survive, but going past it over and over again is what can kill it. Mm -hmm. Uh, the UV lights do, in my opinion, a better job of spot removal so if you had a uv light say inside of your air handling unit or inside of your ductwork it keeps any mold from growing in the area that light shining Mm. um but while doing that we also have to be careful because it can deteriorate things so when we first started using uv lights there were a few issues because some of the older air conditioning systems the wiring and things inside of them was not uv rated wire and didn't really realize it and then the lights were breaking down the insulation on the wire and things like that now most of all the newer ones do have they're all rated for that plastic Mm -hmm. pans and things like that so it's not as much of a problem today um but if you use any of the lights in conjunction with a filter system um it can really be an outstanding fit. Um, the AccuClean is is the best filter I've ever seen as far as keeping an air handling system clean. I've got one in my office and one at my house. We've put them in for years. I, I don't even know how many years they've been out now, 15 years or so. Um, but the systems that we go back to that are 
10, 12, 15 years old with these filters on the bottom of them, mm -hmm. the inside of that system looks just like the day we installed it. It is literally squeaky clean. And that says a lot because most air handlers that you open up are full of mold, bacteria. I mean, just it's the nature of what's in there. It's, it's a moist right. environment with no UV light. It's just a great place for mold to grow. And we've got mold in the air. So if and a, a typical filter can't stop a mold spore. Right. So these filters can. So that's why they stay so clean. And we've talked to a, a, a lot before about um, how uh, one day I went and bought a new air filter and I bought the thickest, highest rated, the one with the most words on the front. <laughs> right. I was like, OK, this one's, you know, a dollar and a half, but this one's twenty dollars. I'm going to get that. Right. That's not always the best case, right? No, it's not. Um, yeah. In most cases, that that's too much for most any AC I go look at that is just that has not had provisions made for a filter like that. It's, it's basically killing the airflow of that system. Mm. Um, the airflow there, your, your blowers are just not made to withstand static pressure over a 0.5 inches of water column. And that's mm. not a whole lot of pressure. And, but what that means is all that pressure, you've already got the duct system working against you. You've got the flex lines in the attic working against you. You've got the grills working against you. All this stuff is trying to block the airflow. And then when you slam that big heavy filter in there, that static pressure goes way up. And what happens is your airflow just falls way off. So you may have a three-ton unit that's moving two tons worth of air or less. I mean, it can be really drastic. And one thing we've talked about a lot on the show, too, is the because uh, I used to install this with my dad is uh, that that pink insulation mm -hmm. uh, in our homes and stuff. And they actually put that inside ductwork, right? The traditional right. ductwork. Well, it's not the pink, but yes, the, the typical of. ductwork is a fiberglass based ductboard. Um, and they put kind of a liner on it to try to smooth out a little bit of those those furry edges that like right. to stick in your skin. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it is a fiberglass duck board. So those fiberglass particles, are they in the air as well, or does that mostly get trapped by the filter? Most of that should get caught in the filter. If it's in the supply line, though, and you do have anything disrupt it, it can come out in the airflow. Mm. Um, it's it's like I said, they do they have put a liner on it now to try to basically like a glue to to glue that stuff down and mm. give it a nice slick finish so that it shouldn't happen. Right. Um, but again, you know, it, it's if you start tampering with it or cutting it or messing with it, you get a lot of fibers. So most of your fibers in the duckboard should come out within the first few weeks of of it being installed, mm. um, as long as it's not messed with and disturbed. You know, but it does give places for dust and dirt to catch and to collect and to get you know dirt stuck in them but what are the reasons we can say here that uh that people need to contact you about duct cleaning and duct repair it's something that i always like to look at you know if, if you've got duct work that you think is dirty for whatever reason smells uh visual things around the grills whatever that might be um we don't charge anything to come out and look um, because what we find a lot of times is it's not really the duct work itself that's dirty it's areas around the vents that aren't sealed properly. Mm. Um, smells may be coming from the coil itself inside the air handler, not the ductwork itself. Um, so a lot of times we, we like to look at those things first because I don't like to just jump out there and clean ductwork that doesn't need to be clean. Okay. There's where we get back into that disturbing fiberglass ductboard. Right. We don't, if I don't have to run brushes down it and disturb it, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. um, so I like to look at it beforehand and, and each case can be different. 
in a perfect world, we would have just completely metal ductwork. I would love it. Have, yes. Yeah, that yes, would be would. great. If the the way they build, you know, a lot of commercial systems and especially all your hospital systems, mm-hmm. is <clears throat> sheet metal ductwork that is wrapped on the outside with a fiberglass insulation. So there's no contact with the fiberglass and the airflow flowing through it. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot smoother, um, and we don't have places for all that stuff to collect and gather. Mm. Get your questions in before it's too late, 437-1620. My guest this morning, Travis Thompson from Climatech of Pro Air. Check them out on Facebook, Climatech Pro Air or ClimatechProAir.com. Just give them a call, 857-4700. It's about to get hot. It's going to be a hot summer, I think. I think it might be one of the hottest summers on record, I think. I don't know. I'm just putting that out there because if you watch the news, you know, it's doom and gloom and everything is going to just go crazy. But... Um, what are the things going into this summer that you want to let your customers know about that they should be on the watch? What, what, what should they be looking out for? First thing I would say is have your, have your unit serviced, you know, have it maintenance. That's something that is definitely going to be on the forefront <clears throat> this next month or so, <clears throat> March, April. Those are the best times to go ahead and get that stuff knocked out because after April it can get to total chaos and yes. then you're dealing more with a breakdown than you are maintenance. So mm-hmm. If you can have it looked at ahead of time, definitely have it looked at ahead of time. See if you can cut any of these things off. A lot of the times, the things that we find on the broken down units in the summertime when it's hot are things that we definitely could have seen had we known, you know, before it got that hot. Mm -hmm. We do preventative maintenance on our bodies, on our cars, on everything. We should do it on the air that we breathe and the systems that we use to do that. And the funny part. Your air conditioning system runs way more than your car could ever dream of running, and nobody services them. It kind of cracks me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm driving a, a 94 pickup, and I bet the uh, – I don't even know if there is a in-cabin air filter. Not in, in 94. Not in 94? It. Oh, man. So, doubt yeah, every, every time I kick – I had to kick the heat on this morning when I was coming to work, and – it smells old. It smells like 1994. Anybody remember what 1994 smelled like? It was a great year. Uh, I didn't even have my license in 1994, but uh, yeah, that was that was a great year. Um, thank you so much for being here this morning, Travis. Um, one thing I want to touch on really quick before we go again, I want to remind customers that we have a another financing option available. That's correct. Let, let's talk about that again real quick and some lower prices for 2024. Yep. If you've got a if you've got something you're thinking that you might want to do something before this summer, now's the time. You know, I've had a few people call in that have attic units that definitely need to be done when the attics can be gotten into. Um, so that kind of stuff's a thing to think about because we'll run out of time real quick. Like you said, it'll be hot, um, and we do have some prices that are better which is outstanding. Um, all of those units, including our, our variable speed products, all that stuff can be financed, different rates on the different units, but it's all it's all there and it can definitely save you from a lot of major headaches that could be coming up when we do hit hot weather if you haven't addressed it. Um, even if it's not a headache, your utility cost, you know, getting those things down because I I hear some real horror stories with utility bills. Oh, I bet. And uh, if if you wait too long and you procrastinate, everybody's going to be busy in the summertime because there's going to be other people that waited too long and they're going to need their systems fixed. So (laughs) give them a call today, 850-857-4700 or go to climatechproair.com. My guest this morning has been Travis Thompson. Climatech Pro Air, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, we'll be right back with more Pensacola Expert Panel. I've got Impact 100 coming up. Stay tuned.